Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. It's Annalena here. Welcome to another episode of the Auto Slowing Down podcast. And today is going to be a solo episode, which I think we needed that <laughs> because I wanted to talk a little bit about a topic in human design that I recently also posted on my social media about. And that's something that I get a lot of questions about or people may be confused about, which is what? It's your incarnation cross. So that incarnation cross, you may have heard about it in human design, or maybe you have no idea what it is. I'm going to go into some of the details so you have a better understanding of it. So it can actually serve you in a very practical and useful way. So when you look at your human design chart, I do prefer geneticmatrix.com to pull the chart, but there's lots of websites out there that you can use to pull your human design chart. And somewhere down there, it will say incarnation cross. And then it's going to say R-A-X or L-A-X and then some kind of word and a number. And mine, for example, is R-A-X, the Sphinx one, which is the right angle cross of the Sphinx. Now, what does this mean? Just to be transparent, I think there is around 196 different incarnation crosses. So for the sake of time and sanity, I will not have the capacity to talk about every single one. Um, but I'm going to share something with you that will help all of you to tap more into your incarnation cross. So first of all, your incarnation cross is not something that you have to figure out mentally, right? Remember, human design actually teaches us that the mind is not here to figure things out or to make decisions that happens in your body. If you're a generator type manager like me, then that happens in your sacral, right? This belly gut response where it shows you what's your next step. It never comes from the mind. And so the same thing with the incarnation cross is that this is not something you can logically analyze and figure out. And then you have the solution and you're like, oh, oh my God, now I'm living my purpose because I figured this out, right? That's not how it works. In essence, and that's what I really want to start with is that when you follow the foundation of human design. That's like the foundation of building a house, right? Which is what? Following your strategy and authority. I have lots of other episodes about that. Um, you can go back here in the podcast and listen to those, especially for generators and manifesting generators. But I have also had a manifester. I had projectors, I had reflectors on my podcast. So you will really find it for all the types. And when you do that, the more you have the courage to follow your strategy and authority, you will automatically live out your purpose, which is really living out your incarnation cross, right? 
And this just happens as a byproduct. And that's also something that Ra has said when he was teaching about it, right? That's why there is actually not that much information out there about incarnation crosses. And that's for a reason, right? But again, we're humans. We like to understand. And also there are some things that I have to say that I have found really helpful for my own journey that come from my incarnation cross. And I'm going to share those with you. So first of all, where in your chart can you see your incarnation cross? So if you look at your human design chart, you know, you will see this body graph there with the nine centers that are either going to be white and colored in. You're going to have different gates and channels activated. And then on the left and the right, you will have the planets and the gates, the numbers of the gates. And then there's going to be a, a dot after the gate and there's a second number. The second number is the line. We're not going to talk too much about that today, but you will basically see that the sun is in gate 13, for example, point two. That just means the sun is in gate 13 in line two, right? Um, and so forth. You're going to have it for all the different planets. So we have the sun first, then the earth. Then typically we have the North Node and the South Node, the Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and all these other planets. So what's on the right-hand side of your human design chart, it's typically in black. That is what we call the conscious side of personality. And that is based on the time that you were born, right? And on the left-hand side, which is typically in red, again, it depends on the software you're using, is also called the design or unconscious side. This is like your subconscious, your unconscious. You're not so consciously aware of, but that's really who you are. That's who you are in your body, right? And the habits you have and the actions that you take and so forth. And that is based on what we call the design date, which is 88 days before you were born. And you may have this question, well, but I was born prematurely. Is that still applicable? Yes, it depends on the actual day you were born minus 88 days, right? So even if you were born on a day that differs, differs from what was predicted before you were born that's still the day you were born right so now looking at the incarnation cross we only take the gates that we have in the sun and the earth on both the conscious and the unconscious side in my case for example i have the gate 13 in my conscious sun i have gate 7 in my conscious earth I have gate one in my unconscious sun and I have gate two in my unconscious earth. So these four gates, they built something that we call the incarnation cross. And if you look at the human design mandala, what this is basically, it's like a, it's like a circle where you can see all 64 gates. And they're in like a specific order. And if you have followed me over on Instagram for a while, you have probably seen for the last almost two years, I have been posting the sun transit gates. So the sun and the earth move through all 64 gates throughout the course of one year. And whenever the sun is in one gate of this human design mandala, then the earth will be exactly at the opposite of this human design mandala. Right. So you can literally take like a ruler and it will be exactly at the opposite side. And this kind of means that these two energies. So in my case, on my conscious, it's the 13 and the seven. So when the sun is in gate 13, the earth will be in gate seven. And these two energies, they are called programming partners. That's a little bit from the gene keys as well. But basically what this means is that these energies they have a lot to do with each other. They're kind of 
push pull energies in a little bit and they feed each other and they also complement each other and in a way you cannot fully live out your sun energy if you're not fully grounded in the earth energy right because the shadow of one energy kind of feeds also the shadow of the sun energy in some way right and so if you move more into the higher and the gift frequencies of one of the gates you will also move more into the gift frequency of the other gate as well so that's why the we always want to look at both the sun and the earth gates and so in my case the 13 and the 7 they're programming partners they have a lot to do with each other just to give you an idea the gate 7 is all about it's a leadership energy it's a very democratic leadership energy it's about stepping up as a leader it's about collaboration it's it's not the leader that has to be in front of everybody it's more like the leader behind the throne uh listening to the the masses and then you know, doing what's in the highest good for everybody. And it's really like here to lead humanity into the future. It's here to guide humanity into the future. And then the 13 is actually all about the past. And it's about rewriting the story about the past, which oftentimes we can get stuck in a victim story. And it's all about learning and listening to everything and then writing a new empowering story. And, and this is, again, it's about the past. And then the seven is about the future. So they are correlated in some way. And then on my unconscious side, I have the one and the two. And it's again, these are programming partners. These are energies, they, it's like a coin, right? You have two sides of a coin and they cannot exist without each other. You cannot have a coin without having two sides, right? So gate one is the most masculine energy in the chart. It's about creativity and taking aligned action and expressing yourself who you really are from your identity and then the two is all about allowing and receiving about surrendering it's really the expression of the divine feminine it's the most feminine energy in the chart so here we have those two energies right they they dance together and they cannot exist without each other so now i shared with you from my incarnation cross so i invite you to look at your chart and then one of the things that you want to look at first is your earth gates. The earth gates you want to look at first because these are energies that actually ground you. Because if you focus on your, in, your, your sun gates in your incarnation cross first and foremost, or only, the problem is that if you don't feel really grounded, it's very hard to lift them out, right? So that's for me in my case, I look first at my earth gates which for me is gate seven and gate two and that really means that the more i allow myself now i'm talking about gate two um allow myself to be supported um i feel fully worthy to receive right i'm really grounded in the feminine where i operate much more from flow and i can tell you this all the time anytime where i try to make things happen and i push and i force it doesn't work out <laughs> literally never and now my body is so like in flow. And that's when things really start to materialize really, really fast. And I really allow that when I receive more, when I let it be easy, right? More effortless. And then the gate seven for me is all about, I feel very grounded when I collaborate also with other leaders. When I also, for me, when I step into my role as a leader, right? So here with human design, in a way I'm, 
leading humans into their own purpose. That's a really big part of my purpose, right? Where I guide humanity into the new future, right? And when I drift off of that, because I can sometimes, especially as a two, four profile, I can fall a lot into not seeing my own magic and like, ah, human design, what's the big deal about it? Everybody knows about it because I know it, right? So I can very easily forget um, my own gift, right? And then I kind of step down as a leader and like, ah, nobody wants to hear about it. What's the big deal? And so forth, right? And then I don't, I no longer feel grounded and I can really notice that when it happens. And it's so good to have this awareness, right? Because it's also really important that you don't beat yourself up when you fall into the shadow of your inner, of your energy, of your earth gates. It's more about being compassionate with yourself and just noticing that. And then once you're aware, you can be like, okay, I'm right now trying to force things. I'm trying to push. Well, I'm probably not grounded, so I cannot fully step into my sun energies either. Or I'm trying to do it all by myself. I'm avoiding to collaborate and allowing myself to receive. And I'm actually not fully in my leadership role, guiding others into the future. Then I may feel ungrounded, right? And I also have to say, it takes a little bit of time to kind of understand what it really means for you. Because it's not like you're going to read the gates, you know, whatever number your earth gate is. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I actually ask you to be curious and be in a state of wonder and be like, I wonder what this means for you. And you can even put the question out to the universe, like, how can I live out this energy so it grounds me, right? Or how can I be more grounded in my earth gates and let life show you, right? Because you may have the same incarnation cross as I have, but it may look a little bit different for you, right? Because maybe you're not into teaching human design and stuff like that. That's just not your cup of tea, right? Because we all have a unique path in that sense. And also, I think I said this earlier, it's not something for you to, to figure out. And it will take time for you to really feel it in your DNA, in your cells, in your core, in your being, right? And Another thing that I have personally found very helpful for my own journey with my incarnation cross is also the gene keys. And some of the things I already said, they have kind of a little bit to do with the gene keys. So in the gene keys, we have something called the activation sequence. You can literally just hop over to www.genekeys.com. I'm also going to put a link in the show notes about that. And this activation sequence takes you exactly through these four gates but in the context of the gene keys so in the in the gene keys we have um gene keys right also 64 they're correlated to the 64 gates but each gene key goes into much more depth so if you look up gate seven for example in human design you will find a little bit about it some information but it's more brief in the jinkies, you find almost like a little book about this energy. It's really in-depth and it talks about the shadow, the gift, and the city. And it's very important that we actually face the shadow because it's only through that experience when we can be really honest and vulnerable with ourselves and no longer uh, reject that part of us, right? The shadow. That's only when we can really access the gift and the higher frequencies of this energy. So for me, and again, this has been my own personal experience, the combination of human design, where I also learn about my type and my strategy, my authority. I find that super important 
But then the more feminine approach of the gene keys and going into much more depth in these energies of the gates has been super blissful and enlightening for myself. So if you feel called to do that, then I highly recommend for you to check out the activation sequence from the gene keys. You know, if you feel this pull to really uncover more of what your zone of genius is and how you can more live out your incarnation cross, right? So again, the jinkies and human design, they don't contradict each other in any way or form. They actually complement each other in a very beautiful way. And it's also in that activation sequence in particular, where it talks more about the programming partners and how these two energies um, of the sun and the earth, either on the conscious or the unconscious side um, of how they kind of play together and what also your biggest challenges there may be, right? Um, and that really, really helps, helps so much. So uh, another thing that I want to share, so because we have talked about this, these four gates of the incarnation cross, which again was your conscious and unconscious sun and earth. And we talked about just about the gates. The other thing is, if you look at the number after the dot, so in my case, it's 13.2 in the conscious sun and then 7.2 in my unconscious earth and then on the others on the unconscious side it's the 1.4 and the 2.4 and the second number is the line right after the dots and if you take the line of the conscious side which will always be the same for sun and earth in my case it's the two right on the right side and the right side and then on the left side it's the number four after the dot and this is why my profile is two four right? We have these 12 different profiles in human design. It can be a 1-3, it can be a 2-4, it can be 1-4, it can be 2-5, it can be 4-6, a 6-3, 5-1, 6-2, 6-3. We have five different combinations, right? So that comes also from your incarnation cross, right? So it's, it's again, it's the number after the dot and you take the, the first number is what you have on the right on your conscious side. It's a two in my case. And then the second number is the one from the unconscious side, in my case, the four, right? So this is also where it comes from. And this is also why you may have the same incarnation cross as me, right? You may, oh, I also have the, so it's called the right angle cross of the Sphinx one with the conscious sun in um, 13, right? But you may be different profile. And just with that, it may already play out a little bit differently because the profile adds a lot of flavor to this, right? And in the Jinkies activation sequence, if you feel a pull to go there, they also go into much more depth of these profile lines as well. So that is also part of that, right? And that is just a really, really beautiful enlightening journey. And it's all about, yeah, uncovering who you really are, getting to know yourself better and being more grounded in your unique essence, right? Because in this world, especially social media i know we can get so pulled in all these different directions and i know this for myself right uh, one day you're so grounded in your genius zone and what you're here to do and then you listen to somebody else and all of a sudden you feel like oh what i'm doing is nothing or nobody wants to listen to it only what the other people are doing is really magical and what the world needs right but you have to be reminded of your own genius over and over and over again and especially again i said this earlier as a two line if you are a two line like i'm a two four profile or if you're six two or two five or whatever if you have that two line in your in your profile there's a very very strong tendency that we don't recognize ourselves the two line is all about recognition and we need to recognize our own magics 
also for others to recognize them, right? So if you are totally in denial about your genius, it's going to be very, very hard to create this effortless impact and all these synchronicities in life, right? And the more you step into recognizing yourself, and this recognition can one come through others as well. So it's very good and important for you as well to have people in your life that recognize you, right? Or have a mentor, a goal, uh, mentor, guide, coach that keeps reminding you of your genius. It's so important for two lines, right? And or maybe you have a business partner or a friend that you talk to often, right? And sometimes ask for it, right? You can ask people like, hey, do you see my magic? Like, what am I good at, right? It's it's just, we, we can easily forget that. And we need that reminder. And for me, uh, looking at my human design over and over again, diving into my gene keys as well. In this case, here, what I was talking about is the activation sequence. It just tremendously helped me to recognize myself over and over again. It just happens always at a deeper, deeper layer over time, right? And look, in between their phases where you feel like you're not a genius at anything or you feel like totally stuck and frustrated, especially if you're a generator, manifesting generator. And that's all part of the process, right? Because we have to slow down. We have to go inward. There may be some yucky emotions that just want to be felt and released. But over time, you turn into this beautiful butterfly. It may be very uncomfortable on the journey sometimes. It may feel really lonely and dark at times, but it just gets better and better and more beautiful and more beautiful. And Life is really asking you to to keep going to um to see the light because the light is I think I said this earlier in the context of the gene keys the light is is in the shadow so we have to be able to look into the shadow into the uncomfortable parts of us that we often are so good at rejecting but when we can lovingly accept them that's really when it starts to dissolve and you can really light up your candle and be this light tower and show other people the way as well, right? Because the world really needs more empowered conscious leaders that are really fully grounded in their own zone of genius so that other people can do the same. Because my vision is really that we live in a world where every single human, right, is connected to their soul essence, which is this unique gift and the thing that you're here for to do. And even though if you feel like right now you have no freaking idea, I invite you to the possibility that it's totally possible to to find it or, or let it find you, right? And for me, it was, it was human design, I have to say, because over and over again, I get reminded. And for example, like just today, I had a, I had a family reading uh, with human design and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I had so much joy and it, created so much impact for the family right it was so helpful it changes families lives right it's priceless in some way and I have a gift of making human design practical and easy in my own unique way and there's many lots of other people out there that that do that as well um, but yours may be something totally different right and Sometimes also as manifesting generators, of course, we oftentimes switch our path and jump around a lot. But even for many gens, there can be this one overarching way that is just showing you what you're here for in the world, right? And of course, at some point, it may pivot and change, right? It's not like everything lasts forever. But I really invite you to the possibility that there is something here and you will know it. You will know when you know it, seriously. 
Um, and that is such a beautiful feeling because you just feel, yeah, you feel it up and your cycle is so lit up and life will then also show you very quickly when you deviate from that. So this has been happening for me a lot lately when my mind kicks in, I'm like, well, but I should also be doing all these other things or you should be doing this. I get tired. I get, get exhausted because my sequel is showing me, lady, you're not supposed to be here. I really need you here teaching more human design because there are millions of people out there that have never even grasped what this is about or they're totally lost in it. They're confused. And I need you to bring some clarity and practical teachings so people can get it in a very easy way, right? So and then that's why I keep noticing over and over again like how lit up my sequel is you know even like um on my podcast when I do episodes where I talk more about human design I'm really lit up and they also have the biggest impact of my audience they have the most downloads and things like that right and I'm here to listen to that that's also what my conscious sound 13 is about I'm here to listen to that right uh, because it's so easy to fall out of listening to your body, to your heart, to your gut feeling and fall back into listening to what other people are saying, what you should be doing, what is logical, right? But human design is actually teaching us to do what's not logical, to do what's unreasonable, to do the things that may be a little bit scary, don't even make sense, or even the things that they feel way too easy, like for me with human design, sometimes it's like, yeah, but that's way too easy for me, right? It's just like having fun and going to a party sometimes, you know, like just having a chat. But what if that's what you're meant to be doing? And why is maybe there's a reason why that's easy for you, right? Because it's not supposed to be hard because this whole idea of that things are supposed to be hard says who that's some conditioning we have carried on through um, decades and throughout society and it's not like anybody was doing wrong or our parents did a bad job I mean they were programmed into that right and we are now here at such a fortunate time that we have tools like human design and I really feel like now more and more the masses are ready for this and I think we're seeing this already like in the corporate space more and more people are empowered to leave jobs that feel like they have drained the soul out of them and they're ready to really do what lights them up and they're, they're following their heart and their soul right and that create new things. This world is ready for new stuff, people, right? For for things to be uncovered that we have not seen before. And human design, and this is something that happens when you tap into your incarnation cross to kind of close the loop here. When you follow your strategy and then you start to live out your incarnation cross, what happens is that you tap into the quantum field of the unknown, right? Because everything that we already know we have done it before and we keep repeating the same stuff over and over again, right? Of how we can build a business, for example, or um, how we can feed humanity or how we can learn or how we can teach. There's so many different ways of how we can do things, right? And when you follow your strategy and your authority, you tap into the unlimited possibilities of the unknown. And in quantum physics, uh, it teaches us actually that this is like 99.99999% or almost until infinity is like the unknown. And what we know is like one divided by two millionth of a percent. So it's like next to nothing. And we are so stuck in trying to repeat processes that we already know. Yeah, they may have worked for somebody. And we do that because it feels safe, because our unconscious, our subconscious always wants to keep us what's safe, right? 
And that's usually what we know. But that's a little bit of a conundrum because then, you know, you you, you trust your sequel and you want to take the step, but then, ooh, no, now the fear kicks in. But I don't know what's going to happen because I've never done it before. And then we don't do it, right? And that's when we don't follow our human design. We stay stuck in the old patterns and we get even more frustrated, right? And we really slow down the quantum evolution. And quantum leaps, they really are accessible for us. And I have found the more that I slow down and tune into my sequel and do the things that light me up, that's when these quantum leaps happen and I can create these things that I never thought were possible, right? So... I hope this serves you. I love talking about this and I would really love that is really my uh, sense of fulfillment when I see you step into your zone of genius, into your power, because again, humanity really, really needs this right now, desperately. And the more of you can find the courage to follow your soul, to follow your body, follow your heart, however you want to call it. Um, the more you give others permission to do the same. I think that's really the biggest um, purpose we all have here is to really, for all of us, if if I would say everybody has the same purpose and it's that, to live out your zone of genius and do it un- unapologetically, right? And let it be easy, let it be fun, let it be joyful. Because again, who says work has to be hard? I'm going to say that work is supposed to be fun and joyful. We have here to celebrate more and not even call it work right? You're supposed to get financially compensated for just being yourself and doing the things that light you up, that bring you joy, and they never will ever feel like work. So I'm going to leave you with that. And of course, I encourage you to look up your incarnation cross, but really do it from a place of following your body. You know, maybe right now it's just like, oh, this is enough for today. Or maybe you want to go online and check out your incarnation cross. Maybe you feel called to book a reading and dive into your unique purpose with me or somebody else. Maybe you feel called to dive into the Gene Keys activation sequence. Whatever that is, trust yourself. And maybe you just want to slow down for now, right? And let it come to you. So whatever that is, acknowledge it. And I'm sending you much love and much blessings and i'm very excited to be with you on the next episode thank you for listening to this episode and if you enjoyed what you heard today then please subscribe rate and leave a review on itunes and if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.